Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. In this episode, I am very grateful to be sitting with a brother, a hydrographer who is com- currently completing his master's degrees in Hamburg, Germany. He's a man of many talents. He's a published writer. He's an actor. He's a director and so much more. He's a speaker who has a very deep insight in the words of God, of the word of, of God. Um, how are you doing, Ayodeji? I'm fine. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> I feel um, so overhyped but <laughs> yeah but i'm humble about that thank you thank you so much for joining me on this episode of mirror talk podcast um before we, before we jump or dive into the conversation for today can you like um share your life journey with us and um, what have you experienced in life what have you gone through in life that brought you to this point where you are right now uh um thank you so much toby uh okay my name is ayodeji and uh, or my full name is ayodeji john fane and I'm from Nigeria. I'm from, uh, I hail from Ogun State, but I've lived in Lagos all my life. So you could call me a full-fledged uh, Lagosian. Ah, so what I've gone through or what has um, brought me this far, I would say my life started, um, not I would say, my life really started um, uh, a, on a bed of roses. You know, things were quite... Um, beautiful for us as kids uh we were taken to schools and cars you know had our breakfast packed up and all of this so things were quite all right but um at some point in life you know things changed for my parents and it became uh quite challenging we had to struggle to make ends meet to meet up with school fees and all of these things and fast forward a bit you know i got to secondary school and this would this um, was where I started getting the real definition of um, life, mm. in the sense that the reality of life dawned on me when I started failing my exams, the exams that were supposed to determine the next phase of my life, YAC exams, JAMP exams, and um, GC exams. They were so traumatizing and disturbing for me. This was in the year 2006, between year 2006 to 2010. I, no, between year 2004 mm. to 2010. Why that is, is um, I finished my secondary school in 2006, but I started writing GC from 2004, SS1. And the purpose is we came from a home where uh, my parents, aunts, and all of my you know, uh, so um, eager to just uh, let us go forward earlier in life right so the plan was right you see in 100 in ss1 pass it and you know just have it there and all of that yeah. and um but then i wrote it in ss1 i failed all my courses apart from mathematics so i was quite happy that you know people fail mathematics but i passed mathematics mm-hmm. so i didn't think much about it and i was just in ss1 mm-hmm. in ss2 then i went through the same gc and this time i failed everything uh woefully and I told myself I wasn't writing GC again. So 2006, my YAC, where I was supposed to then write the normal YAC in school and pass, I failed and just passed about maybe two or three courses. So, you know, it became a trouble that I had to face. And fast forward, got to... But the cool thing about th- that that phase of my life was, this was when I gave my, um, my life to Christ while I was failing. And um, this was when it was clear that God was calling me and um, it's a deeper story, maybe not now, but uh, maybe I won't discuss it not now. But, um, you know, in summary, this was when it was clear that God was calling me and it wasn't difficult for me to yield. Um, but then I was able to yield eventually. And the aftermath was I got into a university, the Federal University of Technology, Akure. Uh, shout out to all great Futurians out there. Um, and afterwards, um, yeah, Futa had our own challenges to, you know, had to struggle to go through Futa and all of that. And um, I finished from Futa, served in the federal government of Nigeria, relocated to Germany, and now I am at the uh, 
final phase of my master's degree. Yeah. So, in summary, yeah, I mean, a whole lot of stories, but I can't say it all here. Of course, of course, and, and I won't, I won't want to go deeper into that question because um, I know you are you are going to launch your YouTube channel very soon, <laughs> and I want everyone to you know check out the YouTube channel to learn more about you. Actually, it's going to be called. I think we talked about this before we started recording. Um, the boys and girls <laughs> with Ayo. Yeah. So can you tell us about that? Apart from you sharing your deeper stories and you know, yeah, so much knowledge that you have, can you tell us about this? YouTube channel that's coming. Ah, okay. So, uh, yeah, look out for Boys and Girls with Ayo. Yeah. Uh, now, Boys and Girls with Ayo, it's like the name says, we'll be talking to boys as well as talking to girls. And the major drive or boarding that led to this is as a result of the experiences um, that I've had as a, as a boy and that I've also seen boys display as well as girls. I've um, seen that... Um, Boys are quick losing their qualities, the qualities that God has given to the male gender as a boy. We are quick losing it as a result of some uh, society construct or misconstruct. And this is quite um, sending a whole lot of men into uh, destruction. The unfortunate thing is he doesn't just send the men into destruction. He sends the women into destruction as well. And so um, I've had this burden for quite a long while. I've just been um, lazy or just so calculative. Let me use the word calculative about this. And this is why this is uh, this hasn't started on now. But basically, this would be a channel where uh, we're able to discuss with boys and girls, discuss with pure realities, like the realities that is facing us and how we are supposed to live above this Yes, that's awesome. And that's one thing um, my mentor also talks about, like, you know, learning from people's experiences, learning from people's way of life and stories. And that's why I think, and I, I'm encouraging everyone that's going to be watching um, or listening to this podcast to also, you know, subscribe to your channel by the time you release it so you can learn from, you know, <laughs> the words of knowledge and, you know, the experiences from that. And that's why we're here today also to, you know, talk about um, you know, a lot of stories or not, not a lot of stories. I mean, we have, you know, this Bible, which is the word of God, and it's filled with a lot of stories, mm-hmm. stories that, you know, uh, that talk about people that have succeeded in life, you know, that have done, that have gone through, um, obeyed God's principle, for example, and maybe some of them, you know, succeeded by obeying it and some of them failed by not obeying it or yielding to it. So all of these stories and experiences, you know, help us, you know, to guide us to live a life that, you know, that is according to the will of God, helps us to fulfill our purpose or our calling upon our lives. Mm-hmm. But, but before we dive into the conversation, I just want to shout out to Tim Isaac Media, who is behind the camera over there. Um, without Tim, don't be a visual to this podcast episode. Um, if you are looking into photography or trying to, you know, um, get a beautiful portrait of yourself or beautiful picture of yourself or and video um, creation, video editing, you can reach out to Tim Isaac Media. Um, it's the link to his Instagram and website will be in the show notes of this episode, so you can just get across to him. So let's go back to what we are talking about for today. So, um, you know, looking into the lives of other people, learning from their mistakes, learning from their success stories, helps us to mold our own life. Mm-hmm. And this inspired me to want to learn about Joshua on the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, Joshua was a man or a leader who, you know, who led with so much hope, so much promise, so much, you know, vision. He had, like, he had this great vision and he was so, he was a man of humility, I would say also. Hmm. So, but be, before, before, um, before I start uh, making mention of everything, the little <laughs> I know about um, Joshua, I want you to tell me about Joshua. Educate hmm. me a little bit about Joshua. Um, thank you so much, Toby. You know, when you, when you so and then to our viewers out there, I need to apologize that this is just coming to you now because Toby sent me this message as far back as August 2020, <laughs> and uh, for some reasons uh, it didn't just take place until now. Now, when you I think you showed me about two topics or three topics, and then immediately I saw Joshua without thinking about the uh, nitty-gritty of it, I just opt on it. Mm. Yeah, because and I've been saying it in the past days as well that. Joseph, um, Joshua means a lot to me. Yeah. And I didn't think this would be the first platform where I would say it, but I would say it here and then subsequently you hear it on um, other platforms. Joshua is actually my role model. Mm. I learned quite early in life in year 2010, 11, that for every person in life, we have a role model who is in the Bible. It means that 
for everything that we want to become in life. Or simply put, the things that God has asked us to become in life, our purpose. We are not clueless as regards how to reach this destination because there is a biblical model. Who is you? Or who was you? If you want to go by the English uh, standards, who was you? And because the Bible says the things, there is no new thing under the sun. So the things that are now, they have been before. Yeah. So I learned that. And so I started praying. This period of my life was where times where I was really, really praying about purpose, 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 purpose. And around 2011, 2012, I, I don't know how, but God just pointed to me that Joshua was the path. Mm. I, I had deep conviction, strong conviction. I was so deeply into him. And so the next thing was just, it was, it was like I had a manual of who I am. So I had like the first step-by-step of how I need to go uh, through life. So I just started reading the book of Joshua. Like I read it and um, I really read it. <laughs> and it was it was just a pattern for me. So uh, coming to who Joshua is, yeah. before you go to your next question, in one word, Joshua is just uh, my role model who is a warrior. Mm. So for someone out there who has never heard about Joshua before, can you narrate the story? Like from taking over from Moses, for example, to him, um, you know, getting to the Canaan land with, um, with the uh, promised land um, with the Israelites. Can you tell us about his journey a little bit? Okay. What, what made Joshua who he was? I, I'm permitted to... Of course, feel comfortable here. Okay, so Joshua was first uh, a, a service boy, mm. someone who served under the tutelage of Moses. Moses had been called by God to lead Israel out of captivity. And Joshua was one of those trusted soldiers he worked with. Fast forward to the uh, last chapter of the uh, book of uh, Deuteronomy, Moses died. And in the book of Joshua, beginning from chapter one, God called out to Joshua. And um, I realized here that Joshua had just been this faithful servant working with Moses, who God has called on to, and now has to pick up the great mandates that God required Moses to fulfill, but he couldn't fulfill it because of uh, one or two things that happened. And now Joshua continued. Joshua first heeded to the call of God. I don't know if it's right for me to just go into dissecting Joshua now, just to talk point points, and then we'll come to the questions. I think we can go deeper. Okay. So, um, God called out to Joshua in the book of Joshua uh, 1. Before I go into that, like I said earlier, Joshua was a warrior. Joshua was a leader, a humble leader, a sacrificial leader. Joshua was someone who led by examples. Joshua, one of the core things I love about Joshua was how Joshua was able to communicate seamlessly with the people that he led. And Joshua was somebody who was loved by the Israelites. Uh, in the book of Joshua 1, uh, um, I think in verse 15 or thereabout, or the last verse of um, chapter 1, the Israelites told Joshua that, don't worry, we are here to support you, we are here to obey you, we are here to go by your uh, by everything you want. And they were even saying, whoever does not follow whatever you say to us, I'm paraphrasing now, mm-hmm. whoever does not follow whatever you say to us, you know, we shall kill the person or destroy the person. Mm-hmm. So Joshua, they, they just loved him. This was just chapter one of the book of Joshua. Mm-hmm. So Joshua called, God called out to Joshua and Joshua hopped on this call. And specifically in the book of Joshua, uh, chapter one, verse 12 to 15, the mandates that God needed Joshua to fulfill was given expressly unto him. And um, God told him on how, I don't know, I, I don't want to waste time by opening the scripture. So if you're listening, just do well to, you know, check out these references and then it would help also. Joshua 1, uh, beginning from 12 to 15, then Joshua had received the mandate and Joshua was going to commit his um, soldiers, the people who are working with him now, since he has received the call from God, he was going to commit these things to the people who were following him. And he started, he reached out uh, to some delegates, basically the people from the tribe of Reuben, Gad, and half-tribe of Manasseh, on how they should lead the Israelites, the uh, other tribes of Israel, 
into their own promised land. And um, one thing I saw there that was very, uh, that, that has been very uh, significant in my life is the fact that Joshua made me realize on how, uh, on the roles that certain people have to play in life. And if these people fail to play this role in life, a whole lot of others would suffer or would fail or would mess up. Yeah. Uh, and this was the uh, the three tribes that I mentioned, Reuben, Gad, and half tribe of Manasseh. Mm-hmm. Joshua told them in this Joshua 1, 12 to 15, that the, Moses had given them their own allotment of land mm-hmm. on the western side, on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Mm-hmm. But now they should arise and they should leave their wives and children mm-hmm. in that allotment of land. But they should arise and go mm-hmm. forward ahead of the nine tribes of Israel who are yet to get an allotment of their land. And they should lead these tribes across the Jordan River to their own promised land, which is the western side of the Jordan River. Fast forward a bit, they did this, and um, automatically on the western side of the Jordan River, which is the eastern side of the eastern border of the wall of Jericho, was where they camped. Now, don't forget that God had told Moses to take the Israelites to the promised land. They have failed. Joshua was running this race now. One of the promised land, one of the uh, milk land flowing with milk and honey that they had to acquire or take over would be the land of uh, Jericho. And, uh, you know, this was another significant um, lesson of life on how God would fight battles uh, by simply making us to obey, mm. by simply making us to obey. In the book of Joshua says, you know, I looked at it and I realized that Joshua did not do anything. The Israelites did not do anything. They only shouted. And Toby, how would a shout bring down a wall? It's not possible. It, it never makes sense. It yeah. would never ever make sense. Mm. But this was what happened. And the Holy Spirit was making me understand how that, what God needs um, for us to excel in life is basically just obedience. Mm. So in, to just um, quickly bring them to a halt, um, they took over the wall of Jericho, which was uh, already on the western side of the Jordan River. And um, when you go forward to the book of Joshua 12, we also realize that it was not just the western side now that God needed um, Joshua to, uh, to, take, to take over or to give us inheritance mm-hmm. to the Israelites, but also the southern part and also the northern part. And when we go to Joshua 12, I can't, uh, Joshua 12, 13 or so, I can't really point out that now. We see that Joshua was able to give this allotment of land to the Israelites, both the western side, both the uh, northern side, and both the uh, southern side, which already began to show that Joshua was indeed. A successful leader. Mm. Joshua was a leader who um, was able to accomplish what could not be uh, accomplished under the tutelage of Moses. And then I think I took a note here um, in the book of Joshua 22 verse 1 to 4. We then see the accomplishment of uh, the ministry of Joshua. The accomplishment of the ministry that he gave out from Joshua 1 12 15. So it was like in Joshua 1 12 15, Joshua came out to call out on the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half tribe of Manasseh on how they need to lead their brethren into their fulfillment in life. And in Joshua 22 1 to 4, we see Joshua commending these same three tribes and telling them that you have done well. Now you can go back and enjoy what God has given to you. And just before I end this phase now, one key lesson I have picked from this lesson, from that um, uh, story, Mm -hmm. is that your wealth, your riches, or my wealth, my riches, my experiences, my failures, my challenges, they are not for me to to sit on and use to uh, impress or intimidate my world, but rather I'm meant to use them to heal my world. This was what happened with the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half tribe of Manasseh. How would you explain you being wealthy and rich and someone says you cannot enjoy your, you can't drive your car, you can't live in your house until the refugees on the streets get a home to live in? This was what happened. Mm. They were told to leave their allotment. Wives and children were secluded. They were respected. They were, yeah, they were left. But these men had to go forward 
to get this allotment of land for the other tribes exactly. and they did they fulfilled that purpose yes. and for me it's um it's, it's something very great yeah. something very very great and that that's a, a very amazing story and as in you know this this um, particular story also you know um can be reflected into our lives you know the Israelites left um they left Egypt and their goal their purpose was to you know get to the promised land they went from the leadership of Moses to the leadership of um, Joshua before they could get to their promised land. So we as human beings, as in, on, in this current day and age, we also have, you know, goals. We have, you know, um, we have, um, you know, purposes or callings upon our lives that we have to fulfill. So what, what do you think that I, as a personal person, looking at the story of the Israelites under the, the, um, under the leadership of Joshua, should do to, in order to, you know, fulfill the purpose and calling of God over my life? You've talked about obedience already, but are there other things I have to do on myself in order to, you know, fulfill the calling of God over my life? Uh, okay. I, I mean, from the book of Joshua alone, there are um, a lot of points that we could really pull out. And one of such would be in the book of Joshua 5, Joshua 5, I think, the story of Achan. Hmm. Joshua 5 or 7. Let me check it out. Joshua five or seven. I, I'm not sure. Let's see. Ah, okay. Joshua chapter seven. Joshua seven. Chapter okay. seven. Okay. It was a story of Achan. Okay. And um, I, so for a, 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 one of the points I would give to that answer to that question mm. would be uh, not to be greedy. Mm. Now, in purpose fulfillment or trying to become who God wants us to become. There are many ways that people can even try to want to help God. Hmm. Like people could come to try to help God, but we need to be careful not to be greedy. Uh, like it can, it can add, Joshua had specifically said in, in chapter six, uh, on when you get, when you shout, um, when you make this shout and the wall of Jericho comes down, forge into the land, take the plunder, destroy everything, all the gold and the silver, they belong to God's household. Mm-hmm. Don't touch anything. Apart from Rahab, that's another person I'm coming to. Mm-hmm. Apart from Rahab and our household, but every other thing, don't touch, bring them to God's house and all of that. But Achan disobeyed and Achan was greedy. Achan uh, uh, did evil, you know, by taking part of these things into his own, um, into his own household. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this led Israelites to, uh, you know, People who Israelites should not be defeated by high, you know, they were, they were, they were defeated by these people because of. So when we relate it to our present day, we're trying to fulfill purpose. Don't, we shouldn't run ahead of us, ahead of our times. We should not, uh, don't, if you don't have that money right now, we should understand that it's just a phase. If we are supposed to have the money at all, we will have it. Akan, I don't know, for whatever reasons, needed the gold and the silver, everything is told. It, it thought it needed them. But unfortunately, this led to his death. And, you know, it, 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 it led to Israelites being defeated. It led to his death. Also, if we relate it to the story of Gehazi and um, Elisha, yes. this was what happened again. Now, look at Elisha's response to Gehazi. Elisha said, is it time yet to collect gifts? And then some Bible scholars have, you know, broken it further to say that that means there, were, there, there could have been some times for gift. Of course. There could have been some times. Yes. But at that point, he didn't understand. He had to run ahead of time. Mm. And he, he, he collected a gift that would make him become a leper, you know, forever and all of that. Yes. And um, yeah, so that's one point. Also in fulfilling purpose, we should learn to or running towards, um, you know, doing these things that God has committed us to do. Yes. We should learn to have good mind. Mm. So you mean having good intentions? Good mind, good intention. And I think, let me just link it together with being inspired by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Old Testament, the dispensation of the Holy Spirit was not active. So I would not expressly say that Rahab, a prostitute, uh, was operating under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, not because she was a prostitute. A prostitute could hear the Holy Spirit. I do not dispute that. But for Rhea, because the dispensation of the Holy Spirit was not really activated, I would not really say that. But something spoke to Rahab's heart. And Rahab defied the law of her land, the law of Jericho. Mm. She acted contrary to what would be the norm in Jericho. Mm. For what? For some two spies. Mm. So, 
she had a good mind, a good mindset, good intention. And she was able to listen to that nudging of God who was speaking, who spoke inside of her heart. For the purpose of perhaps our listeners who might not be conversant with the story. So what happened was this. uh, Joshua was heading towards Jericho, the promised land. And Joshua told two spies to go ahead to Jericho to spy the land. When they got to the land, they spied the land. And on their way out, they lodged in a woman's house, Rahab. A prostitute. Now, this prostitute about them and what got out, the king of the land heard and they sent emissaries to Rahab's apartment. We learned some men came into your house. You about them, where are they? And she lied on their behalf. Mm. She said, oh, I knew they came here, but I didn't know they were enemies or whatever. Well, they left already. And immediately, these emissaries, they went out to search for these two spies, not knowing that Rahab hid these two um, eat these two spies in our apartment, oh, and uh, to cut the long story short, they were let. Uh, she after the government officials of Jericho went ahead, she released them, and they she she made a prom. They made her made a promise that if you do not betray us, no, she told them that because she has done this good for them, they need to promised her that her life will be kept, her family's life will be kept. Mm. And they made she, they made this promise, they protected her, and such that when the Israelites would invade Jericho, Rahab's house was the only house that was preserved. Rahab, her family, her household were the only... Why? She had a good heart. She had good intentions. Mm. So towards fulfilling purpose, there will be times we'll be faced with challenges, you know. In fact, people would not understand what we are doing and so your good might be evil um viewed they might see what you're doing as good they might see that is evil but we need to ensure that we have good intentions because in the end it will pay off uh, um the bible says that until today rahab's name is still in um israel until today because of that single act that she did a memorial was created for her under the tutelage of Joshua yeah. because of this good act. Yes. So yeah, many points that I that we could uh, look at. Resilience, mm-hmm. also a sacrificial living. For believers and even unbelievers, we need to understand that purpose, fulfilling purpose, it's not magic. It's when we say we want to fulfill purpose, it does not mean that we want to easily do something. It means that we want to go through fire and hell to attain what needs to be attained. Mm. Myself and Toby, we are currently on a plan in yeah. the cave. Yes, conversations yeah. in the cave. Conversations in the cave. Yeah. And the uh, I'm happy that we are on that plan because <laughs> it's making sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conversation in the cave is um, basically talking about the story of Elijah. How Elijah had to uh, go through war with the prophet of Baal and Asherah, and um, Jezebel threatened his life, and he ran to the cave. Mm. Now, despite being in the cave of our lives, towards purpose fulfillment, we should not stop that sacrificial living. This was a story, or something I can extract from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, half tribe of Manasseh. I've thought about this story for years. And what I've seen is it's as simple as you going to the university, finishing, getting a good job, starting a different organization, building a brand, building a company. In all of this, God says, you should not sit to enjoy this. But these lives that are attached to you must be blessed. Now, we have a deeper understanding of what this means. It means that if you own a big organization, then you just sit on it to intimidate you send out help, charity. Mm. You you don't think about the fact. God does not give us that permission to think about the fact that, oh, I worked for 24 hours to make this money yeah. so you cannot benefit from it. Mm. No, it gives us the understanding of you work for 24 hours, but see it as God sending you out as a soldier. And That's so when you fulfill certain purposes, yeah. come back to enjoy it. And this is why we realize that a lot of philanthropists out there when they are doing this with their wealth, yeah. reaching out, reaching out, yes. this place is never dried. Mm. Their pocket is never dried. Yes. And so, truthfully, they never get back to the point of saying, oh, so I'm not helping anybody anymore. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Because they keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it and mm. God is supplying it. So for the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half-tribe of Manasseh, this mm. was the case. They left their wives and children. Who was taking care of those people? God. God. Yeah. 
but they left these people to go and fight for the other nine tribes of Israel. The Bible says there they were 40,000 soldiers, mm. armed men, mm. who left wives and children to go fight for uh, the, the other, other nine tribes, tribes yeah. of Israel. Yes. And in Joshua 22, verse 1 to 4, Joshua 22, 1 to 4, I was happy when Joshua commended them yeah. that they fulfilled this purpose. Mm. So a, a sacrificial living is key to fulfilling purpose. purpose also. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's so amazing. I'm, I'm so glad that you said that because I think one, one lesson I'm learning also is that, um, no matter how hard I work and no matter how much God blesses me, one of, one purpose or one constant thing that one has to do is to be a blessing unto others. Mm. The more God blesses one, the more I'll say, um, the more, the more, um, God, you know, crowns my effort with success or our, our efforts with success. Um, the one purpose or one channel that it's, it's meant for is for us to also bless other people. Mm. Affect yeah. other people's life, you yeah. know, give back onto other people. Yeah. And that's amazing that it also comes from the Bible and from the story of Joshua yeah. and the, uh, and the Israelites. I, I, I think the, the, the problem is, um, we are not so, most of us, even as believers, we are more, uh, calculative than spirit led. Mm. Yeah. Myself inclusive. So you think about, um, everything that we need to do with money and, um, we ignore maybe, the part of living sacrificially. Now, I do not say that um, we should um, live our lives to be spilled for others. Mm -hmm. No, as a matter of fact, it's in the abundance that we have that we can spill out to others. But what God calls um, sacrificial living, I mean, God has never said, you know, when Jesus was saying that um, he would say to them that while I was in prison, you visited me. While I was hungry, you fed me. Mm -hmm. While I was naked, you clothed me. He did not say that they removed their own clothing. To give it unto him. Yeah. So that means you are clothed. Yes. But because you're clothed, you still have some more clothing. So mm -hmm. you give it out. Mm -hmm. So Jesus did not ask us to be naked to clothe others. Mm -hmm. He's saying because you are clothed already. Yes. So so the problem is we have 1,001 clothing in my wardrobes. <laughs> and I, I like the fact that I have to go through the... Uh, stress to check um, what I have to put on every other day mm. while some people are actually naked. Yeah. I can eat as I want, but and I can go through the stress of thinking, yeah, should I eat rice or potatoes? Or mm. But some people are going hungry. Yeah, some people have what to eat. Yeah, yeah. and I do not care. Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, from the book of uh, Joshua, um, yeah, I have learned this yes. major. Yeah. And one thing you've talked about already, um, was about, um, you know, them fighting war, fighting battle to, you know, fulfill the purpose of God over their lives. So I think, you know, back, back in the days, um, I was, I believe, oh, I have this, I have this conviction and believe that, oh, God is going to use me for a lot of things. I, I'm going to prosper. But then I just lie down my bed and say, okay, it will happen. When it will happen? But from, from the life of Joshua, for example, you see that God said, okay, I'm giving you this promised land, but they have to go on, they have to fight battles. They have to, um, wage wars. And also they have to like spy. So, how can I relate this, you know, all this work that they did in fulfilling their purpose to my life? How can I, what am I supposed to spy? Am I supposed to do researches? What am I supposed to do, you know, to fulfill my purpose? What war am I supposed to fight? <laughs> um, not, not to make you selfish. Yeah. So, let's not say, what are you? Mm. What are we? Let me make you, what are we? Okay, what so are we? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I think with learning, I, with learning, I'm always kind of selfish. Like, what can <laughs> I do? What should I do to improve my life? <laughs> I, I, I understand that. And yeah. um, I noted some point here. Yeah. And I wrote that chapter one of Joshua was actually the task. Mm. Chapter two of Joshua was a feasibility study, mm. which was sending out the spy. Yes. And number chapter three was actually... The launching. Mm. When you look at chapter one, God gave the task. And from Joshua 1 6, Joshua 1 9, and Joshua 1 15, God said certain things repeatedly mm. to Joshua be strong and courageous. Mm. Verse 9, be strong courageous. and courageous. Verse 15, be strong and courageous. The last verse of Joshua again, be strong and courageous. And, courageous. Mm. and this Consolations like that comes because from God, who is very intentional, only because he knows that you would need to be strong yes. and you would need to be courageous. Mm. What would then call for you to exhibit strength or courage? It's because we will be faced with things that are higher than us. What do we need to then do in maybe the spine and all of that? 
First is to even understand the fact that we are meant to be soldiers. Now, I do not say soldiers to carry weapons, but we are meant to be people who are how that's peeling ourselves for God. Mm. When I say this, I like to say this um, very, um, very carefully so that people do not think that I am saying that you become when you're meant to be spewed out for God, it becomes that, you no, know, you're just going to be sleeping in the church or you're going to be uh, lazing around or you're going to be uh, somebody who just, yeah, you are God, 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 but nothing counts in your life. No, I, I, I need to put this out straight that when I say that spilling ourselves out for God, it's, it's, it is never ever limited to the church or to your Christian faith or no. It is as a matter of fact, our total being, uh, Toby that I'm speaking with here uh, is running this YouTube page as well as the podcast. He's doing a whole lot of things that I'm not permitted to say on here. <laughs> but I need to let us know that in all of this, God is spilling out in him. So it means that if you have an auto company, you sell cars. It's not that you are putting God on your cars and all of that. But God has to be glorified in selling your cars. So it does not confine you to being some sort of, I don't know, pastor or somebody who is uh, uh, sleeping and not doing anything because you're working for God or because you're spilling yourself for God. It means that everything we do, God needs to be evidence in them. Now, um, still towing that part of how we need to then strategize or how we need to go out and fulfilling purpose. It means that you have allowed that reality to sink into your head that I should be sacrificial. Mm -hmm. Then stand up on what you need to do to be sacrificial. This is my personal story. I was thinking maybe you would still get there on why exactly uh, Prefer your room model, right? Exactly. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Maybe you can go. You can go ahead. Okay. Yes. Let it flow. Um, While I was trusting God for my journey in life, my purpose specifically, um, there were certain things that has been in my heart and mind for the longest while that I couldn't find expression to. It was like God has been saying these things. I didn't even know it was God because, of course, I was not so attentive to the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So it was just there. But when I saw Joshua, then I saw the war the mandates, the instructions that God has been telling me, giving to me, directing me. I saw Joshua running in this race and all of that. Mm. And at that point, like I said, like it was just clear. Like I had an open heart. And oh, I forgot to tell you about this when we started, what you were asking about. Um, something else is actually also starting, which is not a YouTube page. Okay. No, you know about it. Yeah. yeah. You just didn't know about the progress until now. But okay. I remember vividly while we were driving back from Ibron, while we were talking, yeah. we talked about yeah the uh, the prison and ah yeah yeah. Over. I've been seeing it on your Instagram page actually. Okay. Like the prison ministry. Oh okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is me exactly. <laughs> so now this thing has been in my head forever, and right now. Thank God for this year. I've taken a whole lot of steps mm. that documentations now and all of that. Mm. And I thought about the fact that, okay, if there is a burden in my heart, which is a real burden, really, if there is a burden in my heart, if I've been disturbed about this, if this is what I'm meant to do before I get started, why not just patronize the people who are doing something in this part already, who are fulfilling purpose in this part already. Mm. And you know, one of those is I was searching and searching and I just found uh, God behind bars. And um, this is not any advert, but God behind bars is just a... Uh, is this permitted? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, continue, continue. Are you sure? Yeah, continue. <laughs> so God behind bars is just this ministry that reaches out to prison. Right now they are in the United States of America and you could check them up on Instagram. They are spilling out themselves for prisoners, inmates, and um, yeah, just the tip of the iceberg. So I found God behind bars. I was still checking and checking again. And I found another guy and I was speaking with a friend of mine. And then we, I was just sharing this with him and he was like, Oh really? That he knows this guy, that guy, that guy. And I just checked this up. His name is Lamborghini on Instagram as well. And I just followed him again, realized this guy, he did his own in Nigeria. So I could relate more and all of that. And I was like, really? And you know, I just started following and sharing this guy. So this is actually me doing the work of the spy. Mm. 
the feasibility study, study. The chapter two of Joshua. Yes. It's me rising up to really okay. So this is my reality. Joshua, this would be a reality. We want to take over um the we want to pass through Jordan. Meanwhile, we're coming to the mystery of Jordan, but we have to pass through Jordan, we have to pass through, we have to take over Jericho, we have to still go out and bench the uh, uh gigashite, the uh all the heights, you know, heavites, mm. you know. He had to the Canaanites, he had to do all of this. What can we do? He sent out two spies, mm-hmm. they had to get a feasibility report, yes. feasibility study of the environment. Yes. So this is me just uh, starting in this part and all of that. And um, another thing would then be, now you've woken up that you're meant to go to the sacrificial mm. part. You're standing up to at least put yourself in this uh, 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 path. Another thing would be to seek um, counsel. In all of this, don't stop seeking God's counsel, Holy, Holy Spirit's counsel, because it's not everybody that you can also partner with. Achan was meant to be an Israelite, yeah. but he sold out the Israelites unknowingly because yeah. of his greed. Mm. So it's not everybody that you can partner with yes. in um, running this part of purpose. So yeah. for those things that God has put in your mind to be like, you cannot do it with everybody. Mm. That's the truth. Mm. Not because they are witches or wizards or they are wicked, but bodies are quite different. Mandates and purposes are quite different, but I would say that I mean for the major things that we need to do in life, uh, uh, the life we are building should be surrounded by these things. You know, they should. So the lives you are building to run this race should be people who are inclined, and then you know people that they are not in for the money. Mm. Uh, I'm also I'm always very particular about this in my life. I tell myself that by God's grace I'm going to be very rich, but life is not about money for me. Mm. Yeah, because if so, for me, if I'm dealing with someone and it's much more, 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 more money, yeah. it's already uh, yeah. Uh, as much as I, 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 it will limit me some way yeah. or the other. So the money is going to be there, but mm-hmm. you know the passion should come first. Mm-hmm. And um, what else can I say about that? Um, Joshua was resilient. Yes. Yeah, and Joshua knew when to go back to God. Mm-hmm. Achan had led them to this error and they had been defeated and they prayed and God led them and Joshua, you know, did not give up. Joshua went back to know what's up and God led him and, um, yeah, was resilient, didn't give up and, um, he was a humble leader. Mm. Yeah. So, so picking up, picking up from uh, resilience, for example, you know, sometimes we assume, okay, it's going to be a smooth sail. Living in Egypt, for example, we'll just ride on the donkey, on horses, and just go to our Kina land. And because God has promised us that we just get it. But the, the Israelites have to, apart from fighting wars and doing the feasibility studies by spying, yeah. they have to like um, cross the river Jordan, for example, and they have to break the wall of Jericho. Those are like barriers, um, on the path. So relating that to your life or to our life generally, what are, how do you think we are supposed to, you know, um, cross our river Jordan? How do you think I was supposed to, you know, they shouted to, to break the wall of Jericho. How do you think we're supposed to shout to break our wall of Jericho? Faith. Hmm. Just faith. Faith. <laughs> yeah. And then let me, let me build a bit on it, but faith. Um, how would somebody tell you to shout? And <laughs> Yeah, we think twice like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's faith. Yeah. And the New Testament dispensation even helps us to understand that better. Mm-hmm. Galatians 2 from verse 18 to 21. Um, well, let me just begin maybe from verse uh, 20. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, mm-hmm. yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Mm-hmm. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith mm-hmm. in the Son of God mm-hmm. who loved me and gave himself for me. What is faith? Hebrews 6, Hebrews 11 says, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. Um, it only takes faith to do, to walk with God. And the, one of my um, anthem or slogan is that um, a, rea- a man of reality cannot walk with God. Yeah, because God is never realistic. Mm. God is never realistic. My life um, personally has been faith. How, how I got here, the story I said in the beginning for like a minute or two, mm-hmm. it looks like very short and all of that, but my life has been a journey of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a whole lot of trying to pass my exams, was faith, uh, giving up on everything and just spilling myself. And yeah, this was when I also joined the drama group. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a part of drama group as a kid, I can't remember, maybe 19, but it was just somehow, somehow, somehow. But at this point of my life in yeah, 2009, mm-hmm. I joined the God's Clan drama group and it's been great. And 
moved to Germany been part of our drama group here, what we are doing together now yeah. so um faith kept me going relocation to Germany faith kept me going uh I, I think we we're also talking like some two nights ago when I said that um I can't remember how I stated it that um everything everything every, the place I am now yes it was it, it I mean why where I was before never had it up to where I am now mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and likewise where I am now would not add up to where I would be tomorrow and my steps are also I just I also wrote on my status yesterday about crazy fits like mm-hmm. I just take these steps like uh, it's not always easy really but we just need this fit and this was what um they also exhibited passing through Jordan the 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 instructions of passing through Jordan was deeply mysterious mm-hmm. deeply mysterious God told Joshua to talk to the uh uh the people the bearer the priests who were carrying the ark of the covenant he told them to get into Jordan stand at a point in the Jordan. And no, he said once you get to once you put your feet at the shallow part of the river Jordan, like yes. it's going to dry up. Mm-hmm. And you know, they did it. And these people, this priest carrying they have just stood in the water. Yes. And the water receded. Mm-hmm. Like it stopped. It became a wall. It was frozen in everything. And the, the Israel walked through this water. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was when I was told and I was looking at River Jordan emptied into the Mediterranean Sea mm. and picked its source also from the Dead Sea. Mm. And these two seas, when you check, they are big. Mediterranean Sea is a big sea, like very big sea. And I mean, at the top of Africa, they are none of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the currents, we call something turbid, um, turbidity. Like, the currents from the ocean alone, mm. the sea, Mediterranean Sea alone, mm. f- pulling through is enough to pull them Away from the uh this thing, you know, yeah. from the regular but yeah. faith took them and they overcame by faith. They were going to shout to bring out the wall of Jericho, it was still by faith. Joshua 1 6 9 15, when God was telling Joshua about uh uh being strong and courageous, it was faith. So we would be um confronted with challenges as we try to run in our Joshua path, yeah. but we would need faith yes. to thrive. Yes. We need faith to try. One one tool that I think is also very important is um accountability. Accountability. Mm-hmm. And we saw this like, you know, Joshua was under Moses and we had a lot of other people under um Joshua so that he had to like instruct mm-hmm. to fight the wars and to go for battles and stuff. So to you can you explain what accountability how accountability helps in fulfilling purpose and also um if you could maybe narrate from Joshua's experience and yeah, your own personal experience too. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I begin from Joshua. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability in the uh part of Joshua is. You know, Joshua was one of the spies who Moses also sent out to spy the land, <laughs> and um, he came back with good reports. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, as a side, but Joshua was um accountable to Moses yes. for everything he did, mm-hmm. and I think for times when he might have been discouraged to, for instance, to give a negative report when they went to spy out the land. For times when he must have, he must have also considered the person of Moses, how wild Moses is. You know, Moses is, um, like the Bible says, meek and all of that, but it, it takes a wild person mm-hmm. to confront a Pharaoh. It takes a wild person to stand before a Red Sea and say that you are going to, past trade and all of that so it was accountable and when we also look through uh the book of joshua itself mm-hmm. i would say joshua was also he lived a life of accountability to his entire uh leaders you know the people working with him mm-hmm. it was i can't pick out a scripture now but joshua joshua really lived a life of he was not alone he also lived a life of accountability to God. Mm-hmm. So God was like his first call of, um, 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 point of accountability. Mm-hmm. And also relating it to us today, I would say that um, or myself personally, accountability has, um, has helped me because um, I've had, for instance, I've had people who we pray together, you know, far back as um, when I was in Nigeria, and people that we we check up on ourselves together 
you know, we would have always have to meet and we'll always have to talk about things and we, we, we weigh ourselves. So the, I think the consciousness of you even talking about having, knowing that you have to talk about certain things when you are together and you cannot lie also gives uh, me a very deep sense of accountability. Mm-hmm. And let me share a personal story. I, 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 God helped me to be disciplined with, um, yeah, the opposite sex. And so growing up, I, I, I don't know how, but I had this grace. Like I was so disciplined that a girl will not pass by my side and maybe look back, uh, to assess her Botox and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that a friend of mine was taking note and all of that. Like maybe we were talking, we might be talking on the street. I have a lot of good friends. Like we, we can talk for like three hours, like <laughs> on the street, oh, he's come to visit me and all of that. Yeah. And one of them, we we're talking one of those, and he spoke, I said, like, how do I do it? Like, um, he, so it was been accountable to me, hmm. but his accountability to me helps me also to, okay, take note of the fact that I have to still keep up my own accountability task, even if I would not directly report to, to him, but mm. my, to my spirit and to God and all. Mm. So I, he said, how do I do like, when we're talking like, you know, he has to, maybe a girl pass, he wants to look back and all of that. And I, I, before then, I had not thought about it. But I just know that I tried to discipline myself that I wasn't going to do that and all of that. Mm. And so when he said that, I was like, really? So someone, someone took note like this and, you know, it was like, ah, my God, he was commending God and all of that, like mm. thanking God for me and all of that. Mm. And um, I mean, the long story made short is that my friend is a pastor now, like he's uh-huh. a, I mean, he, this is a, one of the very sincere persons I know, like very sincere and um, he is deep right now. Mm. Like thank God for his life. Mm. So I would say that accountability has also helped me with the fact that when I know we have to talk about certain things and I don't want to lie because Telling you the truth is also accountability. Yes. But I don't want you, I don't want to tell you the truth that will break your heart. Mm. So I try as much as possible to then tell you the truth that will make you happy, which is me not doing the wrong thing that I shouldn't have done. Yeah. So in also um purpose. Purpose now, I feel that it's very helpful yeah. to uh exhibit some sense of accountability. Mm. Like the one you already <laughs> position me for at the beginning of this uh uh podcast where you mentioned okay you're going to follow up on uh, boys and girls without you and all of that yeah exactly yeah it already then sends certain things about okay the fact that i don't want to every day tell you that um, maybe uh this and this again this and this and so in a way it's going to be sending a signal that just get busy get mm. busy get busy mm. and so no matter what the challenges are uh, um accountability also helps us it's there's a it's not it's not hypocrisy mm-hmm. so like you just have to come out clear and when this person have to uh shout at you let this person shout at you when this person have to wreck at you let this person do this and yeah so i would say accountability is a very strong tool and maybe for you as well i would say for some reasons you version has helped us to also one way or the other even if not reporting to ourselves, but I mean, I say that, okay, have you marked today? And have I yeah, marked today? Yes. For instance, I have not marked today. <laughs> and I think you marked today. Yeah, marked today. So yeah. uh, I think these this little, little things are mm. things that really helps us to um, to prosper in life. I, I've also realized sincerely that the things that makes us great and awesome and, I don't know, purpose fulfilling in life are not the huge things. Hmm. They are the little, little things. things that we just um, take note of and all. Yeah. Yes, yes. So what what else from the life of Joshua and Israel do you think we need to fulfill our purpose or to overcome barriers in life? What do you think, like, you know, from the old, you know, leading the people, um, leading the Israelites, to fight the battle, to breaking the wall of Jericho, to, you know, you know, giving each tribe their own land as God has promised yeah. to, you know, encouraging the people to, yeah. Mm, I, I think it will be from the, I don't know, the last verse, the last um, chapter, you know, I think Joshua also says something about for him and his household, it would, uh, serve the Lord. Yeah, it was mentioned, drive, sent to her. I can't get the ah okay thank you Holy Spirit okay from Joshua 24 verse um, 14 to 15 Mm -hmm. so the Bible says so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly 
Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of, your, of the Hamorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. So uh, from this um, scripture, I would say that I think Joshua already gave some point from verse 14. He listed them by saying, uh, fear the Lord, put away forever the idols of your ancestors. Idols of our ancestors are not necessarily the um graven images or anything now could be the beliefs the mindset the uh wrong foundational patterns that needs to be changed and all of that but much more importantly was what he ended with so to really fulfill purpose like um joshua did our family needs to represent god so it means i'm a i'm a guy my wife and my children we have to represent god your wife your children as they have to represent God because um, the change in the society does not uh, begin in the society. It begins in the room. Mm-hmm. It begins in the core uh, tenet of faith that our family has. So if it's difficult for our family to exhibit certain uh, life-changing um, 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 exhibitions, like they cannot really live out how God needs us to live, yes. then there is nothing we are giving out to the the nation, nation yes. was given out to the nation. Yeah. I think I have one last question. You, you you talked about this already, and I know the answer could be okay. You need discernment spirit, for example. But you talked about you know having the right set of people around you to help you, you know, to fulfill your purpose, to overcome barriers, for example. So how can I find the right people? I have I have this calling of God over my life. I have the purpose. I have passion to do something, to make a change, but I can't do it on my own, right? And I know, okay, you can say, okay, you need discernment spirit to find a friend or the right person to do, but what should I look out for in a person to ensure that he's the right or she's the right fit for me in fulfilling my purpose or in starting a journey? <sighs> Toby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deep question. Yeah. And it's deep because um, I'm also the, <laughs> <laughs> we are all there, right? We are all in this ship. Okay, so like I said, something that wants to start about Joshua and all of that on mm-hmm. my part and, and some things have been put in place and I kept saying, I think, was it this morning or yesterday morning or yesterday night? So earlier this I was still praying like, God, just send me the people you need to give me and all and Ah, to me it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know, at times I, I just yeah. wish like God, there's a way me I, I think I, I spill myself for people. Like I can just go and spill myself. Like I don't care. I'm there for you. Like I'm gonna spill my and I just wish like ah oh, God, like just send me people who spill out for me like this. Yeah. But um it's not always like that. And um right now Holy Spirit is ministering to me that those are actually some of our own making processes. Mm. We are supposed to then prayerfully make the people who should be the team. Mm. How do you make people? You, okay, it's, it's not making them, but yeah. prayerfully. There is this pastor in Ukraine. I don't know his name. I, I, I can't remember his name, but I know there is this pastor, or there were, maybe he is or was, I don't know, in mm. Ukraine, who majority of his church members also were all her addicts, um, homeless guys, drug people, and all of that. I can't remember his name. People who maybe are from Ukraine will know the pastor. Mm. Now, in a way, he made his members. Don't get me wrong. Paul planted Apollo uh, water, God gave it the increase. But like, perhaps he realized going to school might not really give him the members in it, maybe going to this place, we're not giving, and then he realized, but I could help this homeless guy, I could help this drug addict, I could help all of this. And so, he, he didn't look for a ready-made product. Mm. The mistake, not the mistake, but you would agree yeah. that the core part of your mind, the core part of my mind, yes. is that we're looking for ready-made people. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. that's what I mean by we have to then prayerfully make 
the people. So it means that you could um, just, it might mean, I'm speaking, and I'm speaking to myself now actually. Mm. So it might mean that you could just look for somebody who is clueless about anything. Not that you're looking for this person, but God has to lead you. Yes, but when God leads you, don't use your head to think that, oh, does this person know how to make a report? Does this person know how to type? Does this person know how to do all of this? Mm. See it as your first purpose mm. in attending this. If Moses did not attend this level of, if he did not give the allotment of land mm. on the east to Reuben, uh, God and half tribe of Manasseh, mm. who will lead or who would have led the other nine tribes to their promised land? We don't know. <laughs> Not Joshua. <laughs> so that means certain persons, Joshua and Moses did some work, mm. or do only on three people, mm. all three tribes. Yes. Now look at what the three tribes amounted to. Mm. So that means it might be just one person that um, we have to train. Maybe it automatically adds up to the, if there's anything called recruitment fee, you know, when you, when we look at um, organizations, yes. they, they do like trainee program mm -hmm. and all of this training program, they are training you. You are not, you're not, not paying, paying yeah. you're not giving to their company. No. They are just training you and making you good for them. Yes. And afterwards, you begin to give back. Yes. So it could be that maybe we just need that first one person mm -hmm. uh, who we need to then get on board. And automatically, this person is the champion who brings the word. Another thing is, even the story of um, the redeemed Christian Church of God, mm. the geo, the real geo, the first geo, yeah. most people, it might, don't be surprised, do not even know his name. Mm -hmm. But we know the current geo. Yes. And look at what has happened. The current geo was a, was a son under the old geo. Yeah. But the old Jew did not make the church as big as this. Mm -hmm. But see where we are now. So it does not make him a failure. In fact, it makes him a greater success, success yes. to birth somebody who has birthed a whole nation or an entire world. Mm -hmm. And um, in addition, we might be, uh, God might favor us to then still find uh, the real soldiers who are made already that we can work with. Okay. But I'm saying that maybe we should just um, not really, really uh, limit ourselves to looking for that guy who is already wearing the white collar. Mm. Job. Job, yeah. God could use anyone or bring anyone around that point. Exactly. Anybody could be the uh, Reuben, Gan, and half tribe of Manasseh. Mm. And not everybody is a perfect fit also. Exactly. Some people that are good are not good for you or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is that. This is the exact thing, reason why we need the discernment you talked about. Mm. So mm. you might be good and not um, the perfect guy for this person. Like, mm. you're the good word. Hey, Lady, you can't just, you can't fix this. Like, yes. for us, you are not good, but maybe... For another purpose, another yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And like you said, for another purpose. So it might mean that you are working on this one, this person fits, mm -hmm. but in this, this person does not fit. Fits, yes. But uh, I think yeah, primarily, it just has to be that the if it's a life journey, like Moses, mm -hmm. I think it's very important that the people, like wife, husband, and children, they represent... The, they are fit, no, no, they are fit for these things yes. because in the end, this is the life. And this is why Joshua said, for me and my household. Exactly. So he, at that point, he said, serve God, all of this, all of that. But he mm -hmm. said, if you guys mess up, that means they were all part of his purpose. I mean, these were people he was leading. Yes. He said, okay, if you mess up, mm -hmm. don't worry. I and my household we will serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. So, so it's important because that household, the household can get some other warriors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is why um, I don't know. Uh, some people build companies, and you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe some dupe, um, some fraud comes in, all of that. But this person, they just cannot build some other things, and they are they thrive in this new. Thing. Yes. Oh, that I, I don't want to spend too much time again, but I think that's also a very valid point that you mentioned of like if you if you're on your on your call or your purpose in life, you might fail, you might fall, but you should not um let go. You should not let the failure overcome you. Yeah. But pick yourself up again yeah. and start all over. Look for new people, look for new resources. Yeah. Change your direction, change your path, but still you're on the calling of God for your life and you exactly. are still heading towards your promised purpose. land. Yeah. Yeah. Purpose. yeah. This will just be the times when some wars come, they defeat you, but 
A righteous man rises up again. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, RDG. I've learned so much from you today. I mean, I'm so I'm so blessed. Like I'm I'm, I'm so blessed myself. I've just been thinking and like, wow, okay, yeah. This is a lot. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I'm glad I could be a part of this. And um, yeah, thanks for the honor and the privilege to appear on this um podcast. And yeah. I'm so uh, delighted. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. And thanks once again to um, Team Isaac Media behind the camera. And um, please, I'm going to place your, um, your, the links to your, your Instagram and other platforms that you provide in the show notes for this episode. So I'm encouraging everyone that's listening to, you know, check the show notes out, click on the links and contact Ayodeji, um, connect with his um, YouTube channel that's coming up very soon, Boys and Girls with Ayodeji, <laughs> and uh, also Team Isaac Media. You'll see the quality of this video <laughs> and make sure you, you know, contact him for high-quality photography, high-quality video creation. Yeah, that's all for today. Thank you so much. You, <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. That was good. Yeah, wow, yeah I'm I had full. a great time, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am eternally grateful for your time your love and contributions you mean a lot to me thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on spotify apple podcast and other platforms in the description stay blessed